I've spent the last 12 years trying to find the ultimate model to run a chiropractic business, and I think I discovered it. The Clinic Gym Hybrid Model, where you integrate fitness with the great care that chiropractic offices offer. Now, I perfected that model, and I sold that business last year. Now I've gone full-time into discovering how to help others build the same model in their practice, and I have the goal of 100 hybrid clinics starting up in the next year. So follow along as we interview the greatest guests, thought leaders in our space here, and discover the ways to perfect this model so that you can run an amazing business that also contributes to your time off, increased pay, and increased fulfillment by doing the care that you truly believe in. I'm Dr. Josh Satterley, and this is Clinic Gym Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Clinic Gym Radio. I am your host, Dr. Josh Satterley, and today I'm lucky enough to be joined by Dr. Thomas Godfrey. Thomas, how are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Doing great, man. Now, Thomas, can you give everybody an idea of uh, who you are and what you do? Because where we're sitting, we're actually at a gym, and he's the the big boss man of the clinic here. But yeah, so uh, you know, like I said, my name is Thomas Godfrey. I uh, graduated from LACC in 2017. School of Champions, right there. <laughs> um, and uh, so I am the clinic, uh, I'm the cl- head clinician over here at uh, Lifetime Athletic. Um, which, you know, if you're on the West Coast, you don't know a whole lot about it. It's, it's more of a Midwest, East Coast thing. But yep. essentially, it's a 250,000-square-foot gym that has pretty much everything that you can imagine in it. Yeah, I mean, we're sitting in a lounge uh, in the tennis area, and there are, what, eight indoor tennis courts. And there's got to be at least 2,000 yeah, square feet of just lounge space. You know, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, so uh, it's a pretty incredible gym. And uh, one of the, there's a couple reasons I want to interview today, uh, one of which is give it a perspective of working in, you know, um, chiropractic doesn't have a lot of, typically in the past hasn't had a lot of corporate gigs, you know, and this is as close to a corporate gig as chiropractors get. And the second thing is you j- just graduated a year ago? Yeah. Year Not ago. even a year ago? Yeah. Uh, a little over a year ago, 2017. December? Yeah. Okay. So a year and a month. Yep. And you've kind of had a... For everybody listening, like, it was not a smooth, uh, easy, hey, I'm going to get out and, and freaking uh, butterflies are going to float around and puppies are going to, you know, it was, there were some rough parts there, right? Yeah. I mean, I had the, the idea that that was going to happen and then uh, some things happened. and uh, As life you know, often does, plans yep. changed quickly. Right? Yep. Plans changed and, uh, you know, it's, you just kind of roll with it and, yeah. you know, go where it takes you. Yeah. All right. Well. For those listening, let's let's dive into that side of it real quick because we'll get to the corporate thing in a bit. But so there you are. Your basically your family was living here in Vegas. LECC's what about a four or five hour drive? Four hours, no traffic, and you're doing like eighty five, ninety. Yeah, probably doing about three and a six half. hours if there's a lot of traffic, yeah. right? Yeah. So and your family lived here in Vegas, right? You're Correct. from Vegas. Yes. Your mm-hmm. wife was here. You had a kid, is that right? Uh, yeah. At the time we had one. Now we have two. So uh, yeah, while I was in school, just because you like extra stress, right? In yeah, those times? of course. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so take us through from like try. I don't know. You get out, do preceptorship into into what came after graduation and stuff. Uh, so people can kind of get an idea of where you're coming from. Yeah. So um, I started my preceptorship. Um, I actually applied to do it a month early because while I was in school, I was traveling, uh, commuting back and forth on the weekends. Right. So, um, I convinced, <laughs> I convinced them that it would be better for my health to actually let me stay home. So, um, I started, they, they agreed as long as you kept paying tuition, right? That's, yeah, that's how chiropractic calls works. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, I started my preceptorship an entire term early. Um, I was at 
um, an awesome sports clinic here in Vegas. Uh, it was a doc that I'd been shadowing for a little while. Things were great. Went through, did, you know, try nine and 10, graduated. Mm-hmm. They offered me a position there. So you'd uh, worked there roughly six months, a little more than that? Uh, yeah, about eight, Before. nine months. Okay. Yeah. And you graduated? And then I graduated, had a position um, waiting for me. I uh, was there for a few months. So I got licensed in March. So at that point is when I was, you know, actually a, a doc. was there for a couple months, and then some circumstances arose, and they unfortunately had to let me go. And so here I am thinking I had everything planned out, and it just absolutely blew up in my face. So, where Where was the birth of the second child had they already been born your wife is nine uh, months pregnant when you pregnant. got it so she was um three months pregnant at the time yeah so right. yeah so i have a you know a kid that's about to be five i have you know a wife that's pregnant and um everything's just kind of seeming like it's falling apart but uh so i had a, a f- kind of like a friend of a friend that owned mm-hmm. a practice here in vegas so i went to work with him part-time so that he could go out and do some more stuff um so i was there a few days a week and was there for a few months, and then I had one of my previous patients from where I did my preceptorship at that was a chiropractor, Dr. Justine. She uh, yeah. reached out to me and was like, hey, so I got offered a position of a lifetime. I'm leaving where I'm at. Do you have any interest in you know, maybe coming over and taking over my position? Um, so she had already worked a, a lifetime for a couple of years and was moving on to do some work, I mean, here on the Vegas, work on the Strip, which had... That's our version of like going into pro sports, right? I mean, like yeah. working on the performers is like it's it's as close to professional sports. Well, hell, I'd, I'd put in a Cirque du Soleil performer up against anybody as far as like athleticism. They're un- unreal. Yeah, absolutely. So she, um, yeah, so she got that opportunity. She'd been working with the doctor that you know treats you know Britney Spears and all the other big time celebrities on the strip. So she was. I thought you meant athletes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, stars, yeah. Well, yeah. So she sees the Cirque performers and stuff like that too. So, but I mean, Britney um, Spears, real athlete. That's what we're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so she reached out to me. and was like, "Hey, I don't know what your situation is, but would you be interested in this?" Um, at the time, it was kind of where I was at was somewhat. It was easy. It was almost like on autopilot. So I was like, "Eh, you know, I'm not super interested, but you know, I'll come down and take a look." And yeah. so um, I came down here on a Monday. Uh, she gave me the tour. I literally left and I was sitting in the parking lot, sent her a text message. And I'm like, all right, what do I got to do? Wow. Um, yeah. So she had me send me, send me, she had me send her my resume Tuesday morning. Uh, the recruiter reached out to me Tuesday afternoon, did a Skype interview Wednesday with the recruiter, did a FaceTime interview with Dr. Reza, the CEO, Thursday morning and 6.30 Friday morning, I had a phone call with a job offer. So... It so was, in one week, you went from basically, this will sound bad, you went from unemployed to running a clinic in five days' time. Yeah, pretty much. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, uh, I, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that either they graduate and, you know, things don't work out like they thought or what they end up, you know, a lot. Of, I've heard the story, a lot of people get an associateship, they go in and like, oh my God, this is nothing like what was promised. Mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah, you'll do sports every day and we never do sports or... Uh, you'll be plenty of people for you to work on and there's nobody like all the, all those things. Right. How'd you handle that emotionally? Like, I mean, cause you had everything lined up. You've been working at a place damn near a year by the time that they said, it's just not going to happen moving forward. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously there's that initial fear that sets in. I'm a very emotional person. Yeah. You know, if you haven't picked that up about me, dude, uh, I, I think everybody in healthcare is emotional. Like, right. We're, we're, we're willing to work with people cause we care. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, luckily I had my wife there to kind of calm me down. She's like, just, you know, 
Was she working at the time? Yes. So my wife, yeah, she was working full time. And so that was one of the things that kind of helped out a little bit was, you know, so she was. Yeah, but that was coming to an end because she was going to deliver in what, a month or something after you uh, got that off? A few months. So after that, it happened. Yeah. So she, you know, was essentially um, take your time, find something that you want to do, find a practice that, you know, you're going to fit. Don't just take the first job offer that's out there. Um, and, and you're like, so, oh, I remember why I married you. Yeah. Like this kind yeah. of stuff right here. Yes. She's, she's the one that keeps me level and, yeah, you know, thank God. keel. Otherwise I'd go crazy. So, um, yeah, so she was a big part of what kind of helped with that emotion. But, you know, that, that initial emotion is, you know, a lot of fear, especially yeah. when, you know, you have a family and, you know, another kid on the way. So, yeah. uh, yeah, that fear sets in, you want to cry a little bit, but, uh, you know, and I think. I would guess your ego takes a blow, right? I mean, you've trained for this thing to be a doctor, and then it's like your license didn't get taken away, just but your your future essentially gets snatched from you, and you're like, what yeah. the hell? Like, this isn't how it's supposed to go. Huge blow to your ego, that's for sure. So it's a very humbling experience. So, I mean, you can look at it as, you know, it's a blow to your ego, or, you know, yeah. it's a learning experience that, that humbles you. Yeah. All right. So you made it through, and uh, so let me pause real quick. I always try and ask my guests to do something – if anybody's going through that, you got a young person graduated, can they reach out to you and and uh, maybe email you or something if they're, you know, graduated and life got snatched from them? Can you be the the wise sage that's just a few steps ahead and be like, you, would you talk to them? Yeah, of course I would, you know. Uh, awesome. You know, I'll give you my email address and you can have them reach out to me. Yeah, we'll throw in the show day. notes too. So Yeah, of course. Cool. Uh, all right. So so you you have the <laughs> the greatest week of your life, tour Monday, hired Friday. Um, and so then because it is a corporate gig, just cause you're hired, it doesn't mean that you get hired Friday and you start Monday, right? Like you had to, yeah, you had so to travel back. Where'd you go? Midwest or something for Minnesota. training? Minnesota. So okay. I literally got hired on Friday, had to book a flight for like nine days later. Okay. Flew out to Minnesota on a Sunday night. Um, like a week later, flew out on yeah. a Sunday night and was there for the week for uh, training. It just happened. It probably would have been, you know, another week, but that was the week that they were training new docs. Okay. Um, oh, so some, you the weren't the clinics. only guy? No. So there was uh, there were six of us because wow. there were a couple other clinics that were opening out, opening throughout the the uh, the country. Okay. So there was um, a total of six six Kairos there. Yeah. Um, for that training. So what did you get? Kind of uh, what was your impression of the other six or the other five? Like. Are these all, you know, younger grads? Are they experienced people? Are they? Because um, I've been to one life clinic and it was a guy that basically retired and just works there a couple days a week. You know, so my perspective is either Thomas, it's you know, just graduated a year ago, or this dude that basically had thirty years of experience and wanted to go down to two days a week. Yeah. So um, they want someone with experience when when they're hiring you. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things you know you have to be out of school for a minimum of certain years. Um, <clears throat> I was fortunate enough to kind of work around that mm-hmm. just because of some of the certs that I had, um, That's gotten cool. through school. So, um, you know, I had, I had some of the experience and, and the knowledge to do it, but they, it was kind of across the spectrum. Um, okay. really nobody that was like, you know, up in their like 50s, 60s that were coming in. Um, but you had, you know, a couple new grads. I was probably the newest grad out of everybody there. Um, you had a couple that had been out for a couple years and were at practices that they just didn't like. Were they pretty straight folks? Were they pretty progressive? No, are they're no, they're they're definitely progressive. All FTCA members. Like, what are we looking at here? Oh, I don't know if they're FTCA members or not. You weren't you weren't pushing the group? Come on, man. It was. I was honestly just so overwhelmed by everything that was going on that mm-hmm. week that uh, 
just kind of, you know, kept my head down and, right. and tried well, to try so to So compared to um, being in a, you know, small family-run practice, I, I, know, I know the practice that you'd work for right out, right out of school, um, you know, it's like a husband-wife and a couple employees, mm-hmm. um, good people. I, uh, compared to that, what was it like, you know, training six doctors at once, like the corporate kind of setting? Like, what was the difference there? Um, you know, the thing about Dr. Reza is he makes you feel like a family. And this so is the guy was, in Minnesota yeah, so, that's so, kind of the director of all these clinics. Yeah, he's okay. the he's the CEO of Life Clinic itself. Okay. Yep. Um, he, uh, you know, that was one of the things that kind of drew me to to Life Clinic as well is when you okay. look at just kind of how everything is set up and the way it's built, it mm-hmm. very much felt like a family-oriented thing. So okay. he was cool. he was very close to us. He was very open and honest the whole time. And so uh, it made you feel a lot closer to him. And, uh, you know, the guys that I was there with were, you know, we were all, we all kind of have the same, you know, values and alignment when we when we talk about things. So it was a little bit easier to, to get to know them and get, to, get along with them. All right. And uh, what kind of training did they do? Like, so we did um, the one of the biggest things was SFMA. So we did a lot of SFMA training. Nice. Um, you know, top tier tests, breakouts. Um, that was kind of like the biggest thing that we did during that time frame. We also went over like new patient exams and you know re-exams and report of findings. And so a lot of it is clinical training. It's oh, not just business operations and backside. It was one hundred percent. I think we spent maybe couple hours going over like operations but you get a you get a binder that's about an inch inch and a half uh-huh. thick that goes over all the you know chiro touch and all the other the operational manual yeah so you only get a few hours that everything else is literally you know clinical this is you know care plans and uh-huh. um report of findings exams sfma treatment that kind of stuff like that okay and was any of it like groundbreaking like anything you were looking at going wow this is so different um, so, you know, when I was at uh, my previous practice, we did SFMA top tier. Uh-huh. Um, we really didn't do any of the breakouts. So when we went through and we're, we're learning all the breakouts and stuff like that, like to me it was new, but like it was just so awesome to see because you literally just pinpoint each little thing that yeah. someone had and, and, you know, what needed to be worked on. And, you know, we would essentially do an assessment without really knowing anything about them and say, okay, this is what's going on. And they were like, yeah, I've had, you know, low back issues for years. And mm-hmm. so that totally makes sense. And, um, so, so doing the SFMA was, was super cool to, nice. to really learn about that. Okay. And then, uh, how about treatment wise? Like, I mean, manipulation and whatnot is obviously core to what we do, but was there, excuse me, any other like included treatments that they, that they've kind of put together as information about, Hey, this works really well. Because one of the cool things about their setting is they've got, what, 40 or 50 chiros out in the field. So they're getting upstream information, right? They're going, hey, this yeah. works really well. That kind of doesn't work that well. So, But there's very few settings where chiropractors are in that where there's multiple, you know, maybe Arosti and a few others are big groups of chiros. But, yeah. I mean, it's really hard to collect information because everybody does it independently and does it differently. Yeah, so there's kind of like a, a general, like, treatment method that they want you doing. Um it's called IMJT, which is Integrative Muscle and Joint Therapy. Okay. Which is essentially, it's just soft tissue. Um, but a lot of it is like soft tissue with kind of like uh, 
like PNF stretching like at the end to okay. kind of like really reset the muscle and reactivate the muscle. So um, not just working on the soft tissue, but actually going through range of motion or positions. Yeah, and, cool. and getting them to activate the muscle, you know, yeah. after you've gone through and treated it. Awesome. Um, to really reestablish that, that motor control of it. Um, so that was kind of like the biggest like treatment aspect. Uh-huh. Other than that, we kind of, you kind of have your own ways of, of doing things, you know, obviously, you know, cupping, hypervolt, Graston, um, really as long as you kind of like follow along like the preset um like ways of of treatment yeah that's kind of like the the big thing that they get that they get at Mm -hmm. all right now uh so you do this week of training and then you come back and and you got this massive clinic i mean this this whole gym is two hundred fifty thousand square feet i mean it's ridiculous there's Mm -hmm. freaking water slides out at the outdoor pool and oh by the way there's two indoor pools and there's four hot tubs there's Eight tennis courts inside. I think there's, what, another six outside? Uh, I think another eight outside. Eight outside? Yeah. Uh, I mean, this place is massive. And uh, and the clinic is how many square feet total? It's a good question. It's like 3,000 or 3,500. It's, it's a larger clinic. There There used to be um, some medical doctors that were in there as well for, like, the proactive side. Yeah. Um, and it that- was originally Cairo, PT, medical doctor, and team integration right like uh there's yeah, a there's so, a meeting room in there like yeah so life clinic itself is physical therapy and chiropractic so this at this specific clinic we have a physical therapist and then okay. myself um and then lifetime has what's called proactive okay so where they do a lot more um they do like, like regenerative medicine right like yeah ivs extent. and mm-hmm. uh yeah. myers cocktails and stem cells and all that yeah stuff, dexa right? scans and yeah. all that all that yeah. fun stuff um so that that didn't end up working out at this location so um, our our room there's probably there's six total like treatment rooms in there uh-huh. and only two of them are being used right now by us. So yeah. um, there's plans to kind of do a little bit of a remodel and sure. change some of that around to cool. open up some more space. But yeah, right. cool. And uh, I always joke like this is the biggest uh, clinic gym hybrid in the world because it's like yeah. two hundred fifty thousand square foot. Uh, gym and i think it's a three thousand square foot clinic it might be 3500 with the the that conference room you have in yeah. there and stuff yep the lobby's not small nope. but it's just a kind of hidden away anyway so uh so you come in here uh the previous cairo was leaving right and uh you certainly have a ton of people membership here is not cheap so it's kind of pre-qualifying all the people you can work mm-hmm. with um what have you learned so far about the business aspect of it like filling your schedule because i know that there's a lot of people out there going oh, i want to fill my schedule and blah 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 and uh your schedule is doing pretty well right now right yeah so um when when the other cairo left there was kind of this like thought that it, i was walking into like a, a full schedule already and you know uh-huh. i was going to be seeing 15 20 patients a day and that that wasn't the case uh-huh. um so i essentially had to kind of build the clinic from the ground up because at the same time she left the physical therapist went on maternity leave Ah, and so a lot of the patients were kind of seeing both the physical therapist and the chiropractor um and having both things co-treat yeah Yeah, we're we're having co-treating in our in our state pt can do dry needling chiro can't correct right so so yeah so dr krista the physical therapist would Uh do a lot of the dry needling a lot of the rehab exercise stuff I would do, you know, well, Dr. Justine would do a lot of the soft tissue and the yeah. adjusting. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so kind of had to rebuild the clinic from, from the ground up. So All alone because 
Dr. Chris is out on maternity. Yep. So, right. do, yeah, Dr. Krista left. Dr. Justine left. So here I am. It's just me and our, like, front desk clinic coordinator. Yeah. And um, it's like, go build a clinic. Like, uh, so, uh, easy. Yeah. yeah, right? It's no problem. How hard could this be? <laughs> one, of the, one of the first things that I did. Hey, was, man, in one week you went from basically unemployed to clinic director yeah. now. So, yeah. you know, so, you that's know. what we want every week. Yeah. So um, one of the biggest things that... I really worked on was going after the the personal trainers, um, Smart. talking with them. I mean, personal training here is is not cheap, and so they do a lot of people. And when you that, say personal trainers, there's what twenty five of them on staff, thirty, fifty of them, fifty. Yeah, there's like fifty, fifty two personal trainers on staff. Holy so there's there's a lot. Um, wow. So met with them, talked to them a little bit about what we did. Offered yeah. to have them come in. You know, we so the recipe right here, right? Like, yeah. Build so, relationships, tr- take care of them. Yep. So SFMA is kind of like the biggest part of our exam that we use. Yeah. And so because we really build build ourselves up on being a movement-based clinic instead of awesome. being a pay- pain-based clinic, um, which is what a lot of chiropractic is known yeah, for. Is, you sure. know, it hurts here, so that's where I'm going to work. Right. Um, we really pride ourselves on being movement-based. And so that was one of the things, getting the trainers on board with that, so having them come in offering the free exam and then you know the first treatment we were also you know doing for free as well so that way they had an idea of what we did in the clinic cool and then they could start you know talking to their people as far as oh yeah i know you know this person has this issue and so we started getting some referrals from there it took a few weeks it took a little bit of uh but weeks is nothing man it's not a year and a half you know no yeah and so there's you know there's definitely a return of return of investment on that which was Mm -hmm. which was awesome and then um, really just one of the biggest things that a lot of people have kind of mentioned to me is just, just being up there in the gym floor, whether you're working out or talking with the trainers, just being there and being a part of it and really immersing yourself in the community is what really um, got a lot of the trainers like, hey, like he knows what we do. He knows what we're going through. So, and what we're putting our people through. So we're going to send him our people. It's funny. I I was just talking to a golf pro a couple weeks ago and she said, she said in one month, she's like, I had six chiropractors come by and give me their business card. And she said, but none of them spent any time with me on the range. None of them. And I just had uh, Lindsay Becker on the podcast and she's a PT out in Columbus, Ohio. It was a huge golf practice. And I, and she just happened to mention offhand, I said, how'd you build it? And she's like, well, I just go out and spend time on the range with the golf pros, you know? Yeah. And so they realize that she understands what they're talking about. It wasn't that Lindsay's trying to take anybody, you know? And I think that recipe, no matter if it's personal trainers and you getting out on the gym floor, getting on the golf, uh, golf course, uh, you and I have talked about baseball before, you know, yeah. if, if you want to work on a baseball team, you know, one of these high-end, like, travel teams where the parents are paying a couple grand a year to, to have that kid on the team – Probably going to a few practices and just watching like what goes on yeah. does a lot to build that relationship, even though you're not right then interacting with the coach or interacting with the players, but they get to the point where they believe that you actually understand what's going on. I mean, yeah. in some sense, like a lumbar strain is a lumbar strain, whether it's from tennis or, you know, uh, like baseball or, or picking up your, cleaning up your kid's room. Yeah. But if I understand that, it was like, you know, oh, I, I saw that baseball game where you strained it. All of a sudden, I'm now more of an expert, right? Like, yeah. oh, he actually gets it. Well, and the, uh, the kind of the other thing, too, is that when you when you really look at it, personal trainers are very, you know, they're personal. So getting to know them on that personal level and, and that one-on-one yeah. level, it shows that 
at least to them, they perceive that you have a genuine interest and concern in what they do. Mm-hmm. And so like, like for me, so I'm, I'm a CrossFit guy. Mm-hmm. So here at Lifetime, Alpha is kind of like our CrossFit type workouts, sure. right? And so for me, really getting to know the Alpha trainers and talking with them about different things, learning from them, because obviously they're the experts at that. They're the ones that are, you know, certified in, in that kind of coaching. So learning from them on how to do things mm-hmm. um, really gives that, that perception and, mm-hmm. and that thought that, you know, I care about what they do. And so they care about what I do. They come in for treatment all the time. And so it's, it's and it, kind of that I'm sure that respect. in their mind, they still have that fear of if they refer somebody to it, you know, for an injury that, oh, that person's going to be gone for four to six weeks. And, you know, they probably have some fear of losing, losing some income because of that or losing a client. Like, because personal trainers work their ass off to get clients, you know, so. Yeah, that was, and that was one of the things that I kind of pushed to them right from the very beginning was, mm-hmm. you know, if you send someone to me, you know, I'm not going to tell them to stop working out. Right. There's going to be things. And so we actually have what's called a trainer recommendation form. And, you know, it's certain things that they should avoid for now, certain things that they should modify, sure. things that they should train. So, you know, based off the SFMA and what's going on, I can say, hey, this is what you should be doing. I would stay away from this for, you know, a couple mm-hmm. weeks until mm-hmm. we really hammer things out. Um, but, you know, I thought Thomas, I will never tell your client to stop working out unless it's like going to really, really hurt them. Sure. Yeah. Um, and even then I'm going to tell them stay away from that, do something else that, right. you know, isn't, isn't going to cause them to break their leg or, you yeah. know, cause permanent damage. Which is what the client wants. I mean, if they're coming to alpha or they're coming to a personal trainer, they're interested obviously in staying fit and working out. They don't want to stop either. So, you know, modification is fine. Like, Hey, instead of squats do, you know, we'll do X, but, uh, but just saying stop is neither party is going to be happy with that. And I don't think you're going to retain that client very long. No. Yeah. So like a perfect example, like my hip impingement, I, uh-huh. have, I have a couple of patients that have hip impingement, you know, instead of talking to them and, you know, saying, okay, well you just should just stop squatting. Don't ever do that again. Now it's <laughs> like, Hey, let's modify and do like maybe box squats to where yeah. we're not going full depth. You know, you're still getting the work and you're still doing it. You're sure. just not putting that much stress on your, sure. on your hip. Hey, it's Dr. Josh, and real quick, we'll get right back to that interview, but I definitely want to tell you all about our super conference. It's coming up on April 13th and 14th in Austin, Texas. Now, what is it and what makes it so awesome? Well, it's super. That's why it's called the super conference, and it's super because we've combined two of the greatest models in all of the clinic gym hybrid space, and that is the accelerator program. We are putting it live into an event, and you're going over everything we cover in an accelerator live. Now, we can't go as in-depth as the online training, but we're going to give you an overview on Saturday about how to run the business side of the operation. And then on Sunday, we have partnered with the CFSC, the Certified Functional Strength Coach Program, and they are teaching a course all about the exercise to do and the progressions and regressions to do with your clients. So you combine those two models, the best exercise program with the best business model, and you have an absolute super conference. So I hope you can join us April 13th and 14th in Austin, Texas. Go to our website, clinicgymhybrid.com, and look for the button that says Super Conference. Once again, clinicgymhybrid.com, and there's a button right at the top that says, tell me about the Super Conference. Click there. You got all the info. Thanks a lot. We'll get right back to that interview. And so as you built built up those relationships with the personal trainer, so for the, again, that young guy out there that's looking to build up in their community, um, were there any surprises along the way? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I kept hearing that, you know, 
the transition wouldn't have gone as smooth if it wasn't for the fact that I was up there. I was right. getting to know them. So they were surprised that you were actually participating, number one. Yeah, they were very surprised that yeah. I was up there participating. So and, and for those young docs out there, I'd say get the hell out of your office, swallow your pride, and just spend time with somebody. Because like, yeah. it's not – you weren't up there uh, shoving business cards in everybody's face, right? I, to be honest, I think the first time I actually took business cards up there was last week after being here for almost two and a half months. Yeah. Um, and I literally just took them up there because one of the trainers had asked me to bring some up. So I took them up and just put them on the, there's like a giant rack that just has every personal trainer's business cards. Yeah. And so I literally just set it in there and, you know, so I mean, they have sure. access to it, but, um, yeah, I mean. The kind of like the the usual business tactics that you would think of trying to get people in, it you know doesn't work here. So um, you really but the have good to. old like hey build relationships and take care of people that right. that certainly lasted the test of time, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's been it's been probably the biggest builder when it. Now, do you go in. up there during the business day? I mean, so you go up there to work out, right? So you work out. It's kind of a sweet gig. You work out. This is the only. You're the only. Uh, you're the only person in a clim gym hybrid where I, i'm comfortable you having showers because someone else paid for them and built them and maintains them mm-hmm. and you don't have to so for those listening like unless you have that setup do not put in showers yeah but you get to show up to the gym and then you know you take a shower and works 20 feet out the locker room door right yeah so um yeah i'll go up work out if i notice that i have like a little bit of time in my schedule like an hour and a half or yeah. during lunch i'll uh i'll go upstairs i'll work out and then uh, come back down, shower, and just be ready to finish out the day. Nice. Do you go up there in breaks in your schedule? Will you go up and talk to the coaches or go upstairs? So let's back up for a second. It's a huge gym. The clinic is downstairs, as is the locker room. Mm-hmm. And you go upstairs, and the upstairs is the main, quote-unquote, gym floor, right? That's where the yeah. free weights are. That's where Alpha is. That's where Yoga Studio is, all that. Do you end up going up there? mid like during the workday a lot yeah so i've i've found that one of the things that i mean i have a lot of personal trainers phone numbers so if i had a question i could just shoot them a text message sure. like hey so what do you what do you think about this but um one of the things that i've really really tried to focus on especially over the past month is if i have that question go up there find yeah. them if they're not busy go and talk to them and ask them yeah. that that face-to-face so much more powerful dude yeah 100 yeah. percent. that's awesome um any chance of you moving the office up there, by the way, in the old met, the metabolic area? Uh, no, none at all. Really? We, we, will, we will stay where we're at. Um, I like where we're at. So um, It's great for treatment. The only thing is it's just hidden from the view of everybody, you know? like Yeah, but you have to pass it when you walk in. I mean, you literally walk right yeah, by the They don't the see your face. You they in. just see the, the front desk. Hopefully, they see the front desk, yeah. you know? Um, well, I mean, there's that giant digital signage that's out there. We're yeah. still waiting for them to put up my picture, but, you know. I'd like to see you have a table right in the damn middle of the alpha <laughs> area. It'd probably be overrun though, you know. Yeah, it would be. It'd be pretty busy. So actually, um, I was upstairs on Sunday working uh-huh. at. We had an indoor triathlon. Nice. Um, and so I offered to treat up there, and you know, within the three four hour span, I saw probably like twenty people. That's awesome. It was, it was insane is yeah. what it was. But it was And the good news is like you know they know where your office is because it's at the very gym where they had to be members to participate, right? Yep. So sweet. Uh, no, dude. they didn't have to be members to participate. Oh they didn't? Oh, nope. okay. So that was that was one of the cool things. So we did have a couple people that okay. you know weren't members that along that no, can people who are outside in the community come in to see you or can you only work on members? Uh no, we can see people from outside. So you that's can. that's kinda of one of the cool things. So 
technically, for the time being, Life Clinic is a separate entity from Lifetime. Right. It's like a licensing agreement, right? Like Yeah. Uh, so I know we're in the process of merging with Lifetime to yeah. all be under kind of one corporate right. umbrella. Um, but they probably have some hesitancy there because of the liability of patient care. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, I would. I mean, that's I leave that for the corporate. Yeah. You know, people above people that you know get paid a lot more than yep. me to figure that out. Um, yeah, we see people. So we're we're in network with four different insurance companies. So uh, United Healthcare, Aetna, Medicare, and then America's PPO is the one that a lot of the lifetime employees have. Okay. Um, which is like phenomenal for chiropractic care. It's really? Insane. Yeah, their copay is like fifteen dollars. Um, <clears throat> so we're in network with four different insurances everybody else we're kind of out of network with uh but yeah you can come in they check in at the front desk and then they just guide them down to where the clinic's at and awesome in. yeah nice and if you don't uh i don't know how much you're willing to share but I'll, I'll ask the question anyways as far as like um how your how your setup your salary is set up or mm-hmm. pay is set up is it straight salary is it salary plus performance is it all performance based uh, like, how does it work so to start, they start you at salary. Just okay. in, so like a lot of the people that they brought. So in, when you have a second kid and you haven't had a job for a while, you're not freaking out. Yeah. So, um, you know, when they when they a lot of the people that they're bringing in are are going into brand new clinics that are just opening. Sure. And so they give them that salary to kind of have that like peace of mind. Yeah. You know, while they're building the clinic sure. up. Um, and then after a certain point, they they turn it into more of like a compensation um, percentage base type thing. Okay. Um, salary plus performance. Yeah. Um, it all kind of gets worked out, you know, a little bit later. So when you kind of extra- extrapolate it out and you see that a uh, couple years from now when you've really, you know, everybody here is on first name basis with you and you really have good relationships, uh, you foresee yourself making a decent living? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... The, it's kind of a sweet deal. I mean, not you don't have the stress of of the facility, right? Like, yeah. uh, and you have this ability to make a lot of money, and you have a, um, especially in a large, like this is a massive gym with I can't remember. There's what like something like six or eight thousand memberships, which 15, means fifteen thousand yeah. members, right? Yeah. They do it weird. They say I was talking to Kevin, the GM, and he said the number of memberships is not. But every membership has, like, people in kids' club and people in tenant. Like, yeah. But anyway, so, yeah, 15,000 members. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, very rarely is any chiropractor in a pre-selected group of 15,000 active people, right? They're not yeah. going to be members here unless they're fairly active. Yeah. And then of that 15,000, there's got to be a there's got to be 2,500 that are very active. I mean, like, you, know, you got people upstairs that are in alpha like four or five days a week. Yep. You got people playing tennis five days a week. Uh they'll spend so much time here at the club uh yeah somebody was telling me the old gm alex was telling me that um what was it that there's a subset of membership so membership here is like 100 uh, 120 a month per person yeah rough i think so it's like 250 a month for a couple and he said that there's a subset that is spending well over two thousand dollars a month when you add up lessons yeah. alpha membership yep. services salon food beverage all that stuff uh, but that's music to your ears right because those yeah, same yeah. people probably are if they're working out if their desire to work out five days a week they certainly want to keep their body moving right and if mm-hmm. they can do that all in one place yeah they can get their hair done eat eat a great meal get a workout and get worked on by you right yeah it's definitely uh kind of like an all-in-one encompassing place and yeah. uh that's you know 
when you hear, when you talk about like people that are spending that much money, it's you know, um, yeah. The, this gym alone. So the first time I pulled in, kind of like backtrack a little bit. The first time I pulled in, when I came in for that tour, I pulled into a spot and I'm looking at the cars around me and it's like BMW, Benz, Benz, you know, Volkswagen and Escalade. And so you're just like, yeah, here I am, in my little you know Hyundai Sonata. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you kind of you feel a little bit out of place, but right. you uh, threw the door open and put a ding in the Lamborghini next to you. And, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So this it's it's definitely a, an encompassing place that people. People have no problem spending the money sure. to to take care of themselves. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, if you were to reckon, so if you're going back uh, to speak at like LACC, uh, what would you tell those? Like, because I don't, I don't know how many classmates of yours were considering the corporate gig, right? But I know that Lifetime's doing it. Uh, there's some hospitals doing trying to do these fitness and and uh, clinic kind of blends. There's some other large fitness chains trying to get into this because their membership is asking for that performance-based care not just the like you said they're the movement-based rather than pain-based um but certainly these opportunities exist you think it's worth pursuing those people if you were to tell your classmates uh 100 man it is you know it's it's not what i expected um you know obviously coming out of school you have this vision of what you want to do yeah. and um you know, things kind of change a little bit, but I mean, the corporate, the corporate side is it's, I don't want to say it's like less stress because obviously you're still having to go out and do the work to bring in people, but sure. you're not necessarily doing a hundred percent of the work of the actual business side of it and having yeah. to worry about, you know, paying the, paying the rent and, you know, keeping the lights on. You really get to focus on cleaning the place and all that. Exactly. Right? Well, <laughs> that's a whole nother story. We have issues with that, but, uh, we, uh, you know, it's one of the nice things that we get to focus on really bringing in patients and working on kind of like the marketing aspect yeah. and, and then treatment. That's to me, that's always, that's my favorite thing is treatment. I love being able to go treat somebody yeah. and not have to really worry about that other stuff. So, I mean, to be able to have kind of like the autonomy that we do here, um, but still have that corporate backing, it, it's, it's pretty awesome. It's cool, man. Well, that's awesome. And kind of a good... <laughs> funny your plan wasn't to get uh for the other gig to end but it's worked out better than it did huh yeah it uh <clears throat> it's worked out better than i could have ever imagined so That's awesome. it's, it's it's been pretty cool all right well if people want to get a hold of you how can they uh how can they reach out to you i know you're active you're pretty active in the ftca page right yeah i, I not as like, active now that you're fully employed but you were <laughs> yeah i like to you know i like to throw my two cents in every now and then yeah. kind of stir the pot occasionally um yeah. Yeah, but if you easy. see them in there, like, and you're look, you're thinking about this corporate gig, or maybe if somebody like is considering an opportunity with Lifetime, because, like you said, Lifetime's in the Midwest and East. It's there are a lot more locations, and a lot of those are adding life clinics, right? Yeah. So I think I think the agreement now is pretty much every new Lifetime that's being built is going to have a clinic built into yeah. it. Um, and I cool. know a lot of clinics or a lot of the the gyms are kind of going back through and retrofitting. And yeah putting sure. ones in so i think right now so i know like june of last year there were like 24 clinics and by the end of the year there are 36 okay so it was, nice. it was quite a bit of expansion um going 50%, on percent yeah yeah so it's, it's and do awesome. you think in the future do you so there's one pt one kyra here excuse me do you think in the future i'll have two pts or you know two plus two or i think the one and one like mm-hmm. set kind of works best um there's how close to a full schedule are you right now uh, I'd say probably 80%? like 
say like 60 to 70 so like a full schedule for me would that's be after three around. months dude like <laughs> yeah a full schedule <laughs> two, for hour, me two would years be of this like you might eight, need a second Cairo here you know yeah so a full schedule for me would be somewhere around like 18 to 20 a day yeah. and right now i'm seeing between like 10 to 12 a day yeah. so you know it's you know for, 80 to 100 and 100 to 120 are the averages i see in consulting 100 to 100 well i should say 100 to 140 is you actively have an assistant you know somebody that's yeah. doing rehab for you mm-hmm. or uh, peeling off, but by yourself, like you're doing it, um, just you alone, 80 to 100 is the national average and, um, you know, based on repayments, but it sounds like your repayments are pretty good. You certainly must have a lot of people willing to pay cash too, right? Cause you're only in network with a few. Yeah. So, and that's, I think that's one of the things that, I mean, not to kind of like, you know, harp on the SFMA, but when you really talk about the SFMA and being yeah. able to explain I love the exactly SFMA, what's baby. going like, on with that's them. That's why I teach it. Yeah. It's like, right? Awesome. So, yeah. So, Talk all you want about it. <laughs> Functionalmovement.com slash SFMA, like find a course. <laughs> yeah. So when you really talk about like the SFMA and it makes it so much easier to be able to talk to the patient at the same level as them and yeah. for them to be like, I'm on board, let's do this. Right. And so um, a lot of times they have no issue, you know, paying the cash rate. And I mean, our cash rate is pretty reasonable. So it's, you know, it's. Um, and again, you're with a pre-selected group of clients. You're not in a broke part of town. Like, Yeah. We, so, we are in kind of the yeah, you're in a luxury. more affluent area yeah. of town. So, um, yeah. a lot, yeah, a lot of people have zero problem, you know, giving out the, you know, the, the, the at time of service yeah. rate without any issue. Yeah. When you're making, you know, 150 K a year, you're still going to be in the bottom half of the people walking in this yeah. building. <laughs> it's true. They'll be like, Oh yeah, I paid that much in tax last year. Yeah. I mean, last quarter. I think, yeah. yeah, it's true. We have, I there's mean, some, there's some pretty affluent people here, but, but yeah. they're, they're all nice, and they're certainly, oh, they're, again, they're, they're very awesome. interested in their health. They're, another way to say it, their life is worth a lot, and they're yep. willing to pay to keep it maintained, you know? Yeah. So that's I awesome. I mean, if they're interested in their health, I'm interested in them. So there that's, you go. that's all that matters. Cool. So, once again, how can people reach out to you? Uh, yeah, so they can, I mean, they can email me, you know, thomasgodfrey10 at gmail.com. Slow that uh, down. So it's Thomas Godfrey10 at gmail.com. And Godfrey is G O D F R E Y? Yeah. Um, Perfect. Or, you know, you can find me on Facebook. Um, on the FTCA page mm-hmm. quite often. Um, those are kind of like the biggest ways, you know, if you want to reach out, send awesome. me a message and, you know, you want to talk over the phone or whatever, I'm yeah. more than happy to give you my phone number. Yep. Um, and we can, you know, I'd be more than happy to answer any questions that you have. This is awesome, dude. Well, I'm, I'm excited for you because those people, uh, we had lunch before or no, during you had, it when was we have just lunch? after they let me go. Yeah. So so you yeah, weren't exactly in the best uh, position. I think you owe me lunch because I bought yep, that day, yep. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I do. Uh, <laughs> that's right. But um, it's it's very cool for me to see like at that time you seemed very young and scared and you know like didn't know what you want to do right and then you now you seem like things are going well and I wish you the best and uh, thank you. I I think the one thing I will take away from this is. There are so many opportunities out there now for chiropractors, not just this corporate gig, but like you said, you you were working at another clinic just kind of on autopilot for a couple of days a week. And, uh, you know, if you're hurting for work out there, like I think going to some experienced clinician, that was a very small bit in your story, but offering them to take a couple afternoons or a couple of days off, you know, exchange, like that's a good way to at least keep your feet wet. Yeah. Well, and one of the things that really taught me was because it was more of a high volume yeah. practice, still did soft tissue and all stuff like that. Um, but it, it taught me to be more efficient with mm-hmm. my time because, yeah. you know, you only have 10 minutes with each patient, you know, yeah. at that point. So it's, you know, you got to be very efficient with what you're treating, what you're going through and yeah. doing. Uh, and so 
that really helped me to learn to just be more efficient with, awesome. with my time and what I'm doing. Right. Very cool. All right. Well, on behalf of Dr. Thomas Godfrey, this is Dr. Josh Satterley saying go out there, maximize your license, and live the life you dream of. Thanks a lot, Thomas. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, 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 how about that? Another great interview here on Clinic Gym Radio. Listen, if you're serious about starting up your own Clinic Gym Hybrid, then please go to clinicgymhybrid.com and check out our website there. We also would love to get you involved in our accelerator program, which will walk you through step-by-step the 42 pieces you need to start your own Clinic Gym Hybrid. I'm Dr. Josh Saturday. We'll talk to you later.